Well, uh, let us pray. Father, as we um, come to look at uh, the passage tonight, I just pray that you would be, um, you would speak through me um, and that you above all would be glorified. We've heard some amazing stories of your faithfulness um, in people's lives uh, and we just want to praise you and thank you for your goodness, your provision uh, and your unending love. And we pray all this in your name. Well, I thought I would begin with a little bit of an explanation as to why I've decided to, to bring people up and get them to share stories. Well, I'm sure I'm not alone uh, when I say when the announcement came out that Marty was, was moving on, um, there was a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of uh, worries. Okay, what's, what does this mean? What's this going to look like? I had a lot of questions, a lot of unknowns. Like, do you know, what even is a vacancy process? I mean, I've never been through it. I know there are some great people here who have, uh, and that gives me a lot of comfort. Uh, but for me, I've never been through a vacancy. Um, what, who's going to be our convener? What will they be like? Uh, will we lose momentum on all these amazing things that God is doing in Ravenhill? So those were a lot of the questions that were sort of going around my head. I'm not sure about you guys. And like many of you guys, I took those problems in, uh, to the Lord in prayer. And one particular prayer came back to me a few times, and I, I prayed for a convener who would understand Ravenhill's situation, who would be proactive about getting through the process of vacancy, who would bring energy and enthusiasm and keep us moving forward, and someone above all, who would above all, put God in the center of everything we do here. And God, I'm sorry, and I'm sure many of you guys were praying similar things. And God sent us Jimmy, a minister whose own church is going through a reviewable tenure, much like we just went through, so understanding our situation. Um, someone who understands the process of vacancy well and is pushing to get us to move through it quickly, as quickly as it's possible. Um, and a man who has bucket loads of positivity and energy. And someone who loves the Lord a lot and wants to love him more. So I checked with Jimmy before I'd said all this that um, he wouldn't be here, so I wouldn't embarrass him. Um, so that's all good. But I think it's safe to say that Jimmy has been a provision by God for us here at Ravenhill. And we should praise God for that. Um, the Bible says that we should praise God for his goodness to us. So if you don't still have it open, I would like you to turn back with me to Psalm 100. Um, and Psalm 100 is kind of like instructions. It sort of says what you should do and then why you should do it. And then it goes what you should do and why you should do it. Very good, very scientific, you know, um, taking that order. So let's look at it, okay? Verses 1 and 2, what, what should you do? You should praise God. So verses 1 and 2, shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. What should we do? We should praise God. The psalm opens with a simple and direct command that all the earth is to praise God with a joyful shout. All the earth is to praise God with a joyful shout. Um, not just the nation of Israel. So the psalmist knows that God is the king of the whole earth. Not just Israel, not just that one nation, but the whole earth must praise him. At the end of the Lord of the Rings, Aragorn, the long-awaited king of Gondor, 
is crowned, having defeated the enemies and brought back peace to the land. He kneels, a crown is placed on his head, and as he rises, his new subjects shout for joy. There is praise, there's applause, there's lots of cheering and claps, okay? They have a king who has delivered them out of the hands of evil and into a time of peace and happiness. This image of a crowd's joyful shout uh, for their king at the end of some cosmic struggle is one that's used throughout fiction and Hollywood loves it. But arguably, it's an image that's steeped in Christian heritage because we have an actual king who is good and faithful and who has defeated evil and delivered his people from their sins. We should praise our God and King with joyful shouts and gladness in our heart. So that's what we should do. We should praise God. But why should we do that? Well, if you look at verse three with me, know that the Lord is God. He, it is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pastures. Why should we praise our God? Because of who he is. Our worship should begin with the recognition that he is God and God is our creator. In our fallen nature, it leads us to to try to rule our own lives, uh, to make ourselves our own kings. And we can be tempted to think, well, I got myself here. I did all the hard work. It was my determination that made this or that happen. And of course, if that's true, then we wouldn't need to thank God. You know, why should we? We got ourselves here. But the idea that we created ourselves, it's a bit absurd, isn't it? So then, you know, this idea that we've done anything without the help of God is also a bit absurd. We can't do anything except through God. He is our creator and the creator of everything we have and everything around us. And he, as such, and as such, he deserves our thanks and our praise. So what should we do? We should praise God. Why should we do it? Because he is our creator and our shepherd. So then we come to the second, what should you do? So what we should do, we should come to his house with thanks and praise. So verse four, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. So here we have the psalmist painting this picture of the people of God from all the earth gathering to praise God. And they do so with thanksgiving, recognizing how much God has done for them. It is a good thing to reflect on God's kindness and provision in our lives, and we should do that. But I don't think that should end in our private reflections. We should also gather together as a people of God and praise him with thankfulness in our hearts, Sharing stories of the victories in our lives is a form of praise and and, uh, thanksgiving and celebrating a king who is actively involved in our lives and not just giving decrees from on high. So we should come to his house with thanks and praise. So why should we do that? Because our God is good and merciful. Verse five, 
For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. <coughs> for, Lord, for the Lord is good. Thanks and praise are right in recognitions of God's goodness. He is good in his plans. He is good in his grace. He is good in his forgiveness. And he is good in his covenant. He's good in every aspect of his being. And this brief psalm ends with God's unending mercy and truth. Throughout the Bible, from beginning to end, God is faithful to his people, providing for them and keeping all of his promises. And these are everlasting reasons to give him thanks and to give him praise. So it was a short one tonight um, because of the interviews. Uh, but as we close, I would like to challenge you to do one thing. Reflect on the last year of your life. Where has God been good to you? Where has he been faithful? Where has he provided? Spend a bit of time thinking about that. Um, maybe it's something big. Maybe it's just something little. Um, but if you feel comfortable, share that story with somebody. You know, tell somebody of the good and the faithful God that you have in your life. Let us pray. Father, thank you for your goodness to us. It's hard to fathom that the God who created the entire universe cares for each of us, sorry, <coughs> cares for each and every one of us on an individual level, consistently giving us good things and faithfully keeping your promises to us. Father, we are sorry for the times that we haven't recognized your goodness to us or been ungrateful for your gifts. Father, help us to be people who are quick to praise Great to praise you and, thank, and who are thankful for everything you have done and continue to do in our lives. In your name we pray. Amen.